All right, podcast mode. Podcast mode. Podcast mode. Podcast mode. Podcast mode. All right. Appreciate everybody at Pivot Slots. Go to getpivot.com. That's G E T P Y V O T.com. Go ahead and use the promo code Sneak This Podcast. Get yourself. A discount and free shipping every time you use that code. Uh, every pair of socks does support an episode of this podcast. Like I said, go to getpivot.com. That's G-E-T-P-Y-V-O-T.com. Use the promo code Sneak This Podcast. It's on the screen like always. Appreciate the good people over at Sneak Apparel. So I got these nice sunglasses from them. Go ahead and go to their website. Get yourself some nice sunglasses. Go ahead and use the promo code for this. That's the number four and D I S S that's sneak apparel. Like I said, man, they got the brown tortoises. This is tortoise. Not sure if you could tell they may look black. I don't know. That's more to you visual listeners who are looking, but this is tortoise. They got the exclamation point on one of the sides. That's their signature logo for their brand. George got the black ones. I got the tortoise ones. You know, that's how I get busy. You know what I'm seeing, you know, I'm seeing, I'm seeing, uh, but like I said, go to the, site use the promo code four that's the number four d-i-s-s people always ask me where i get my sunglasses from well this is one of the places where i get my sunglasses from these joints is fire especially if you got a large head if you got a large head these joints fit perfectly they go out just right perfectly boxed you feel me yo sneak this podcast episode 323 obviously it's just me in the closet haven't done one of these in probably a year i think george is sick and um you know, I'll be honest with you, you know, typically I would do a podcast episode and just have Rico, Andy or somebody pull up to the podcast. But, um, you know, I'm just going to be quite frank with you guys. I am doing my best to want to keep doing this podcast. That's the best way I could put it right now. Um, March will be seven years. Like, that's a long time. And, you know, I'm not trying to make it an age thing, but I was 33 years old when we started this podcast. I'm 40 now. You know, um, I appreciate every single thing, you know, the podcast has done for us. And I mean by, you know, connections and stuff like that online, you know, a lot of communication and stuff like that with people I would have never met, would have never talked to. Some have become homies, you know, some have become enemies, you know, and that's just you know, kind of the fact of the matter, but, you know, um, I do appreciate everything for the podcast and, and by no means, I'm not, I'm not saying the podcast is over. Um, you know, me and George need to have a real conversation. I kind of think, and I don't want to speak for George, but we've been doing this a long time. I'm 40. George is 42, 43. Um, and it's a lot of work that goes into the podcast. I think anybody who has come to our studio, um, whether it was the old studio or the new studio, see how, uh, witnesses, how much work goes into the podcast. And I, I mean, from setting up not one camera, not two camera, not three cameras, four cameras at one time. Um, that means four tripods. That means getting the lighting correct. Um, the studio was about an hour from my house. You know, um, I've talked about it on the podcast before and, you know, you guys may be tired of hearing it and, you know, I know I've done this before in the past and, you know, it's like, all right, Greg always says that. But, you know, me and my wife have kind of talked about it. I've been talking about it with a few friends. This is how I know 
that the podcast is possibly winding down for me. I was talking about it at work with people. I tried to avoid discussing this podcast at all costs with anybody I work with. Um, anytime somebody I work with comes to me and goes, oh my God, I, I was on YouTube and I came across your video or, oh my God, I was on Instagram and I saw like a clip of you and I was like, what the heck? Is that you and George? I always avoid it, but I openly brought it up, showed them the podcast and stuff like that. I would have never done that as of last year. Never. Um, and like I said, you know, it may just be a change of format. You know, I do want to have a conversation with George on how he feels about it. A real honest conversation because, I, you know, I would hate for George to be hanging on just because I'm doing it, you know, just because we, I mean, me and George are family, you know, that's like, we're like brothers, like, you know what I mean? And there's a lot of things going on in our lives right now. And I mean, you know, mentally and physically, like, you know, we got our families, we got, you know, other, you know, responsibilities that we take care of. You know, like I said, I, George and I don't have jobs. Like we have like real life careers, you know what I mean? And the podcast has done some good, you know, for us. But, you know, ultimately it costs us a lot of money. Maybe the podcast would just take place, me in the closet, every other week, have a guest on the phone, you know. Um, I don't know. Or maybe back at the studio for another seven years. I honestly don't know. But I, I do appreciate your patience with us because I almost didn't record today. My wife is the one that kind of urged me to record today. And, you know, I appreciate for her for that. And I think me talking about not doing it anymore kind of you know a little bit bothered her you know I never knew that George and I would be this good at it and I have no problem saying that we're this good at it we're the best sneaker podcast period and I have no problem saying that um I think I've met all the goals that I wanted to for the podcast except to make a trillion dollars um but I've outlasted most of the competition um, I put together a better product than most of the competition. Um, you know, and I mean by competition, I'm not including complex. I mean, that's a multi shit. I might be a billion dollar, you know, studio and, you know, entity. Um, I'm talking about, you know, the regular people who put out great content every week and shout out to the other sneaker podcast, you know. Some do once a month, once a week. Some just stopped. Some start, stop, start, stop. Like, who knows? You know what I mean? But, um, you know, shout out to all of them. You know, people don't understand how much work goes into it. And, you know, George and I went big right off the bat. We went straight to the studio because we wanted that perfect quality audio right off the bat. You know, we didn't want anything spotty. You know, I think we had done it at George's house a couple times. There's no video proof of that, but... You know, it sounded bad. You know, the studio provided something and, you know, it also provided a gigantic, you know, money pit in our pockets. But, you know, it's something that we enjoy doing. You know, George has his own car business now. You know, I have very important work right now, you know, at work. And, you know, I've you know taken over as the head coach for my son's club soccer team. And, you know, really working with the, you know, director of that club team to really try to build it up in Arizona. Oh my gosh, I feel like every time I come in the closet, my allergies start acting up. Um, and you know, that's sort of like one of my priorities now. You know, I've learned a lot doing this podcast. I've learned how to, you know, edit, you know, understand video. I've learned a lot about my MacBook, you know, lighting, microphones. You know, there's a lot of things that I learned right now. And, 
you know, I could be utilizing that somewhere else and maybe, you know, with the club soccer team. I don't know, you know, and I don't want to bring the show down. I don't want to be a downer. Like, there'll be an episode next week and the following week after that. There just may be for the month of February, unless somebody comes in town. If somebody comes in town, we go into the studio. But, you know, for the month of February, maybe beginning of March, I may be in the closet. I don't know. You know, we'll see. Um, but like I said, you know, I do want to be responsible with my platform. I do want to you know, end it when I feel like it, you know, um, obviously we started out with another studio. It could have ended there, you know, but I, you know, found another studio, a better studio, you know, that works for us and works for our guests that come, you know, to the studio. And, you know, I appreciate everybody like Don and Andy and Rico Blanc, you know, a lot of the homies that have like come on the show regularly, you know, simple, simple was obviously original member, and, you know, things didn't work out for us permanently, but that's family. Like, you know, it comes on about once a month. And, you know, it's just a lot of people that have been on the podcast that, like, I built these relationships. Shout out to Jay in China. You know, that's like the homie. He'll probably come on. I'll probably try to get him on next week or the week after. Um, You know, we could talk a little bit, see what's going on in China with him. And, you know, other homies like Mike from the Sneaker History Podcast and, you know, David Blackman and, you know, the homie Josh out in the Bay and, you know, there's just a ton of people, Mike, you know, the homie Mike on Twitter and, you know, James, you know, who's been recently on the show. Shout out to the homie Mac, you know, Devontae. Um, you know, I mean, I know I'm missing names here and stuff like that. I'm not trying to, like, bring the podcast down. Like I said, I'm not trying to make this like a eulogy for the podcast. But, you know, I'm, I'm really appreciative of it. And, you know, I appreciate the messages when I posted when I recording this week because I don't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to do it today, to tell you the truth. I'm wearing half of an Arizona sweatshirt, sunglasses, and a beanie. The other half of me is wearing, I don't know, these maybe, I don't know what these are. Ralph Lauren, pinstripe dress pants, you know, some vintage Cole Hans, you know, Ralph Lauren socks. You know what I mean? Like, I just got home from work, you know, and it's a tasking thing but you know i do want to put on a good podcast episode for you guys there's been a lot of things that's kind of been brought up a little bit you know on the show and you know put on a decent episode for you guys today so obviously we got pickups um i bought some vans oh shoot man i wanted to shout out the homie let me go and find them um and i always hate when i do that because i feel like you know i don't want to say like uh a user but like you know when somebody hook you up with something you know you want to give them a shout out especially people that you know listen to the podcast oh yo, people be going live an awful lot on instagram like i, I gotta turn live notifications on. what do y'all be talking about on live like what do y'all talk about um shout out to the homie Kaz k-o-z-z on instagram um you know it's r underscore oh kazi or uh, cozy r underscore cozy shout out to him he sent me a link to some vans that were 23 dollars with free shipping so i went on there and grabbed a few pairs i would have grabbed more but there were a lot of sizes gone um from fresh rags i believe so let me tell you something there's a lot of sales that be going on out there that people don't be aware about it'd be like these little boutiques and places that have to take on this type of inventory in order to get better stuff and you know vans is a tip a really popular one that a lot of these boutiques start out with and they can't push that stuff especially depending on the area they're in i don't know where fresh rags is located but it may not be a vans town you know what i mean 
you know, you in California and stuff like that, you don't got you don't got issues pushing vans. You know, you in Arizona, you don't got issues pushing vans, you know, from what I understand from what I believe. But you know, you out in New York, you ain't nobody copping vans in New York. It just ain't a New York spot for, you know, vans. You know what I mean? New York isn't a spot for vans, you know what I mean? Um, hopefully this audio sounds okay. Like I said, I'm in the closet, I'm using a different mic. Um but you know what I mean. I do want to just get some content out to you guys. Other pickups I got. Um, I think that may be it. I feel like I bought some human-made shirts and maybe a sweater. And maybe they just haven't got here yet. But I don't know, man. Um, oh, other pickups. Sorry. I got a bunch of sneaker pickups. Sorry. Um, and some of these we've already showed on the podcast. So I'm not going to unbox them. But um, got Chicago 2s. Got Navy 11s, which I'll unbox. Um, the women's, I got the Jordan 1 women's 2.0 twist. Um, I'm not gonna open those, like it's basically a shadow with hair, that's what what it is. Um, shoot, well, oh, got silver bullets. Dang, I should have brought silver bullets in here. Well, I got OG silver bullets already, so I'm not gonna unbox silver bullets, but got silver bullets. Um, what else? I'm trying to think, it was quite a Oh, Cardinal 7s. Let me tell you something. Cardinal 7s are beautiful, okay? I'm not going to unbox Cardinal 7s on here because it's a Cardinal 7. If you listen to the Sneaker Podcast, you've never seen a Cardinal 7, it's a Cardinal 7, all right? But, you know what I mean? Like, I, I appreciate the homie that we were to get those in. Um, Got the other homie uh, a pair that he's been looking for. Shout out to the homie Rico. Shout out to George for doing that. Um, But I think that's it. Um... I think I'll do an unboxing before I do releases. For those who watch the podcast and those who listen to the podcast, every single time I do an episode out of the closet, I always unbox a pair of sneakers. Um, hopefully this audio sounds right. I'm getting really uh, anxious and paranoid that the audio sounds weird. Sometimes this microphone, like, it tries to um, not have a lot of dead air. So when you talk and as soon as you stop talking, it cuts out to complete silence. Like, it's a little weird and choppy. And sometimes it makes it really hard to edit video, but hopefully we're okay. I'm looking at the board and meters look good, so hopefully it's not doing anything too weird. If it is, my apologies. It'll be better next week. Like I said, I wasn't going to record today, but my beautiful wife encouraged me to do so, so I am. Um, but like I said, I like to always unbox something um, on the podcast, so I figured I'd do something old and something new that I just got that I just mentioned earlier. Um, you know, I was cleaning out the closet the other day. Uh, cleaning out is, I don't know if that's the right word, maybe more like just putting the Nikes with the Nikes, the Asics with the Asics, the New Balance with the New Balance, the Jordans with the Jordans. Um, you know, we're all sneakerheads. We all do that periodically, and we do our best to try to keep it that way as long as we can, but, you know, that really doesn't happen for too long. Once you take one out, you try it on, you don't like it, it stays on the floor for a while. You know the drill. I don't got to explain it to you. You know the drill. You ain't new to this. Um, but you know, I put all the Adidas with the Adidas, all the human race with the human race. I put all my shell toes, all my Reeboks, all my stuff. And, you know, let me tell you something. When you clean in the closet or organize in the closet, you get this, it's a, a, a euphoria, like this feeling of like, you just love it. You love your sneakers. You love the way it looks. You kind of love the process of it. It gets a little overwhelming at times, but like, you just kind of love it like, hey, look at all these dope things and you find some stuff like that. But at the same time, while I'm doing this, I'm actually evaluating my mental health. Like I, I really am, you know. Um, and if you're of a certain age or of a certain ilk, I like that word, ilk, 
Um, and I mean like somebody who's been collected for a very long time. Um, and you don't question or even be a little bit curious of why you're doing this or have all this or even you know, slightly wonder about your mental health. You're, you're way too far gone. Trust me, like you're gone, gone. And this may be just a me thing, mainly because, you know, I just have a lot of other priorities in my life. You know, I got three kids. I got a 23-year-old. I got a 10-year-old and I got a six-year-old. I got a beautiful wife who has a phenomenal career. I have my career. We are a soccer family. Um, I'm trying to get my son to D3, D2, D1 college. I don't care where it is so he can go to that school and pursue engineering like he wants to do. He's having a little trouble with math at his school right now, so he's going to have to tighten up if he wants to be an engineer, but I want him to take soccer as far as he can. You know, if you listen to this podcast and you like sports, you know how it is. We've all had, like, these ridiculous amount of talents at something when we were in high school and college, and, you know, we kind of got straight away or didn't maybe, you know, you think back to now, like, dang, if I would have just done this a little bit more, maybe I could have done something. I see that talent in my son, and I see that talent in the kids that I coach, and I have plans for them to have opportunity. I'm not saying they're going to all be in the World Cup. I'm not saying none of that. Like, that's, you know, that's a one in a trillion type thing. But college isn't. D3 college isn't. D2 college isn't. D1 college isn't. They can have that opportunity to get some of that school paid for, all of that school paid for. And I do my part to make sure that he sticks with it. He feels comfortable with it. He's happy. He's not burnt out. You know what I mean? And that he wants to do it. So, you know, it's just me doing my part. But first thing I'm going to open, you know, um, I'm going to just open two of the, uh, yeah, two, three. So here's what happened. I have a Reebok section in the closet, right? It doesn't get touched. The only Reebok that gets touched throughout a certain part of the year are my Emma Smiths. And that's because obviously the Dallas Cowboys are the greatest team in football history. They're America's team. Um... So I got to pull the Emmett Smiths out every once in a while. Emmett Smiths are the E22s, super rare Hexalite sneakers. You know, they retroed them a couple times way back in the day in some ridiculous colors. Florida State, because he went the Florida State colors and like this gray and emble green garbage. I got the Dallas Cowboy blue, you know, and I got the black pair, but the black pair is a uh, nine and my blue pair is a 10. So the 10 is kind of big, the 9 is little, I need a 9.5, but you know what it is. So maybe one day Reebok will retro those and start retroing questions and shack attacks. Um, but I have a special little section of, uh, shout out to the homie Johnny Gonzalez, you know, he he understands DMX technology, all right? And some of you, some of you do, may as well, you know what I mean? I get it, y'all have been around for a long time as well. But a lot of you guys really don't know original OG Reebok DMX technology. I'm talking about legit air moving under your foot technology. All right. So the first one I'm open, I think this one is from 1996. I may have unboxed these before on here or, or showed you guys. I don't know. Just bear with me. All right. I'm, I'm doing an episode today. Bear with me. So this is the original OG pair of uh, DMX 10s. Uh, run DMX 10s. Um, whew, when they first came out around 96, 95 ish, I had bought the women's pair and I bought the men's pair. This is the men's pair. The men's pair was um, actually, you know what? 
I don't remember. I'm thinking of Silver Bullets when Silver Bullets first came out. I bought the men's Silver Bullets and I bought the women's Silver Bullets because the women's were silver but had a purple swoosh that was out, outlined in green or turquoise. Anyways, so my original run DMX-10s, I wore them joints to the ground. If you really understand DMX technology, you've seen the DMX technology in it because you have ran, you have hooped, you have burnt holes in the bottom of your soul to where it got down to that DMX technology. It was literally a pocket, pockets of air that transferred from your toe to your heel, toe to your heel. Nike Air has never, all right? Nike Air, phenomenal concept. Excellent marketing. Perfect. Air Jordan, perfect. But let's be honest, Air was never, whoa, this is comfortable. Never. I have never put on a pair of Nike Airs and felt the air in my foot. Never. And if you say you have, you're a liar. You're a liar. I'm watching a lot of Sopranos too. Let me tell you something. Sopranos is an awful show when you watch it 20 years later. I could imagine it being really good when you watched it when it first started, but watching Sopranos now is embarrassingly bad. But I'm on season three right now. Uh, I think I'm on episode one of season three. The show is fine. It's just... I'm, I'm in it too late. Like it, it seems crazy. Anyways, so I wanted the original pair because I have mental illness. I wanted the original pair of DMX 10s, so I had to hunt and hunt and hunt for them. A lot of Reeboks are really hard to find back in the day when I got this. I probably got this about, so Cortez is 10. I got these about maybe two years before then. So I've had these for about 12 years. Um, Cortez was born in 2012, so I probably got these in 2010, 2009. All right, these were originally released in 1996, I believe. I can't remember, but I think it's 96. Um, I found a guy in San Francisco Incredible Reebok collection He had an overabundance Of the OGs and the silver and red I said my guy My boy My guy, my boy That's what I said My boy, let me get one of them up off you He said no I said I'll give you $100 He said absolutely not I upped it incredibly more And he said one is on the way. So, this is the original Run DMX 10. Let me go ahead and put this up here for the visual listeners. Hope this is in camera. Let me put my face, put it in my face. Um, I mean, this is a top three most comfortable sneaker in the history of sneakers. I don't care if anything else has come out more comfortable. This is still in the top three. I want you to look at this. DMX technology had 10 pods, all right? It was 10 pods. Hopefully, you can see it. You can kind of see the translucent through the sole, and it's blue. The pods are blue, right? There's five pods on the toe, and there's a, a, a vein through the middle connects to the other five pods. You can legit step on the front. The air moves to the back. Step on the back. The air moves to the front. You can feel it. This is no exaggeration. This is no lie. This is no endorsement for Reebok. These are what I like to call quality facts, authentic facts, dead stock facts. Very, 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 very near dead stock. 100% stars. 80% stars on the sole. 
the material, putting the cloth material on the uh, outside of the, the, the sole, fire. The Reebok logo, fire. These right here, I think we're all 3M, fire. If I'm not mistaken, you know what, never mind. I think Jordan 5's had, I think Jordan 6 had 3M first. I don't remember. I want to say Reebok had 3M first on their sneakers, but I cannot confirm nor deny. But I had Reebok, Sean Kemp, Aftershocks, mad 3M on them joints. Mad 3M, you feel me? Reebok DMX 10s, mad 3M. Mad 3M, son. Mad 3M, son. Herman Moore, Herman Moore, wide receiver on the Lions. He had a signature sneaker. It had a translucent blue sole. I think it had some 3M around the Reebok logo. Mad 3M, son. Now, I'm not a 3M person. I could care less. 3M only matters if paparazzi is chasing you around. Anybody that overdoes 3M and uses 3M as an advertisement still, relax. It's okay. 3M is novelty. This right here, technology. These are OGs. Don't get it twisted. Lacing system. I mean, the low-top cup cut comfort they even made a few basketball pairs with the 3m dms obviously iverson's had dmx technology glenn robinson big dog had uh dmx technology his reebok i mean these are a phenomenal pair so you know obviously going through my closet and reevaluating my mental illness i found about seven pairs of these um i went ham on ebay you know, once I realized that none of y'all wanted them, I went crazy. Now, this is the sucky part about the retro of Reeboks, right? So that's the OG. That OG, DMX technology, superb. Now, I haven't worn it in about nine years, so I have no idea if there's any air left in that sole or what. But I got a lot of retros, so I'm going to open up one of these retros. Now, this was like one of the retros that came out. Still has the look of technology of DMX on the bottom. Nowhere near as comfortable. Nowhere near. Better colorways. Love it. Look at that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yes. I don't know what they call these. Cherry? Navy and cherry? I don't know. Love it. Soul? Love it. Tongue? Love it. Side? Love it. Technology? A-S-S. But that's what you get out of a Reebok Retro. You don't get the OG technology in any Reebok. Any Reebok. This is simply decoration. I even ran around downtown Phoenix in these just to see, like, maybe you just got to run in them and break them in. No. OG DMX technology? You just got to walk, walk down the street in them. You good, son. And here's another colorway. This was an OG colorway, I believe. I think this is the one I had first. Now look. Still got the look. Gold bottom translucent. The purple. Sort of gives you a Washington Huskies type feel. I love these. I love the purple. I love it. Do I ever wear them? Absolutely not. You know why? Because I got too many other pairs of sneakers. Got the 3M netting on it. I know you see the 3M. Mm. Son, where'd you find that? I can't remember what that DJ used to say. Um, on the mixtapes, New York radio. Damn, son. 
Where'd you find that? 3M technology, Ghost, Gold Vector Reebok logos, speckled laces. I mean, stop. These joints is fire. Technology, ASS. OG technology. Can you, should I spell fire? Or do you just say fire? F-I-R-E. That don't sound right. The technology is fire. All right, like I said, I opened up something old since I got something new. Like I said, we got Chicago 2s in. We had Cardinal 7s. There's a few things that we got in. I think we opened those in studio when we first got them. You know, our homies brought them in. I don't know, but I never opened one of these. Um, this is the Women's Jordan 11 Navy. It's in my size. Um, obviously, you guys remember the velvet pair, the, um, the burgundy, and I think there was a black stingray pair um one of the few jordans with the 11 instead of patent leather it used a different material dope so um obviously i'm late to the party with these um i think a lot of other people who either wanted them or got them already did or didn't you know so i'm late to the party unboxing these but um this is them um you know your classic jordan 11 silhouette navy blue um it's got the velvet um, instead of the patent leather, um, up here is like, honestly, it's suede. It's not even new book. It's it's a really good suede. And you got your navy laces and your blue translucent lucent sole and some carbon fiber. You know, I think it's authentic carbon fiber. I don't know. You know, people just cut corners and they take your money and it got the raised chrome. Beautiful. This raised chrome jump man on the back. Fire. Um, look. These are for women. Okay, like I thought maybe with a Dallas Cowboy something, but these are for women. All right, satin Jordans, men, we we could get a pass on those. Velvet, nah, we we can't get away with the velvet. Now I get it. Some of you cats out there are probably sitting there in your vehicle right now or sitting in front of you. Your computer at work acting like you work and going, man, this is a great tripping, bro. Man, great tripping, dude. Great tripping, always tripping on George, fam. You always tripping on George, fam. You can wear them 11. The 11 is fire, fam. I, I, got, I got me a pair. I ain't saying they don't look fire on you. I ain't saying you can't make them look fire. They look awful on me. And I also feel like men shouldn't be walking around with velvet on their feet unless they're slippers or uh, some type of Gucci or something. To me beautiful shoe though if this is your thing and you love jordan 11s this to me is a go cop now i do think this would have benefited from another color breaking it up when you go monochrome that means majority one color the midsole tried to break it up but it needs something else i wouldn't say white laces but i don't know it's something about it that like when the navies, when the when the monochrome colors, that's why I don't like cool gray 11s. When the monochrome monochrome colors are all different, cool gray 11s is like light gray, dark gray, lighter gray, gray, and it's like, all right, that's too many variations of gray to me. All right, and it ain't done right to me. This right here, the the velvet on the the velvet around, it, it, it's got a shine to it. This is like sort of dusty suede. This is like you know, almost grape soda, you know, the soul or, or Welchers, you know, it's cool. It ain't whack. 
But, you know, it ain't for me. So, uh, but that's all I got today to unbox. Uh, but like I said, man, I appreciate everybody who like, subscribe, share this podcast, man. Like I said, I appreciate everybody who's been rocking with us for so, so, so long, man. Uh, seven years is a really long time to rock with this podcast. And, you know, I always joke about how stupid it is, but, you know, that's just me being me. And I appreciate you guys letting me and George be us. I think that's what makes the podcast what it is. And I feel like me and George have done a great job making everybody else who comes on the podcast comfortable to be themselves. You know what I mean? There's been a lot of personalities that have come out on this podcast. And I think a lot of people found themselves really good at podcasting and didn't even know it. You know what I mean? And, you know, I don't care. I will take credit for that. You know what I mean? And I think, you know, they will give me credit for that. I give people credit when they, and I feel like our podcast spawned off a lot of other podcasts. I, 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 I don't think I know it did. And that's fine. I'm not sitting there trying to say anything. I'm just, you know, I, I think our impact in sneaker culture is appreciated by a lot of people and still under under understated. You know, we're talking about seven years of podcasting about sneakers. You know what I mean? But uh, shout out to me. Um, what comes out this week, fam? Since George is here, I got this, fam. I get all my releases off the GOAT app. Go to GOAT.com slash the sneak disc. I have no idea why that page is actually still active, but it may be the sneak disc or sneak disc. Go to GOAT.com slash sneak disc. I don't know why you go. Go to it. Um, So some of this stuff may came out to come out today. I don't know. Um, There's a Air Trainer 1 Valentine's Day. Fam. Let me explain something to you about Valentine's Day, okay? Um, let me explain something to you about themed sneakers. A lot of people talk about, yo, they need to bring back themed sneakers, themed sneakers. Themes need to stay on casual shoes, okay? A Valentine's Day sneaker, to me, means you're about to take your, your honey dip, out for dinner you about to take her on a walk in the park or a picnic you know you about to hang out with your queen because you're a king you should be wearing something casual you want to put valentine's day on air force ones knock yourself out you want to put valentine's day on dunks knock yourself out you want to throw them on some blazers knock yourself out but putting valentine's day theme on a air bo jackson trainer is insane what are you and your girl gonna do run, run the 40 like, what are you going to run the 40, then go get a steak dinner? Like, what are you? An air trainer Valentine's Day, huh? We got the Jordan Why Nots. These are the next edition of Russell Westbrooks. These are called the Why Not 0. 0.6. Oh, man. First of all, this shoe is very creative. I like it a lot. Actually, I actually love it. Jordan Brand is killing it with the signature sneakers for their athletes. They look exciting. They look different. They make you go, huh. Maybe you go, I ain't wearing it. But I appreciate the effort and the direction they went to. Maybe Russell Westbrook has something to do with it. I don't know. But I appreciate the way this shoe looks. I'm not a fan of this first colorway that's coming out. But I appreciate the shoe. Now, the bad side of this is, is that Russell Westbrook is being placed in a really bad light right now um i don't know what that does for sales 
I grew up in the era where you bought the shoes of the player that everyone loved and balled out. Now, there was no social media back then. Russell Westbrook has been having a really rough go of it the last two or three years on the basketball court. Um, so I don't know if anybody's like going to cop the Russell Westbrook. And I'm talking about more the youth. I don't know how the youth views Russell Westbrook. I know how us old heads do. Um, and I have a great appreciation for Russell Westbrook. But as of right now, it's kind of like, oh, man. That's all I got. Oh, man. Uh, Jordan 4 women's seafoam. I mean, it's it's a military with a you switch to color. That seafoam could be green. It could be purple. It could be any color you think of. It'd be fire. These don't suck. But I, 210, 225, whatever these cost, no thank you. Now you catch these joints at the outlet for one 144.12 copped 144.13 absolutely not we got a women's jordan one high zoom comfort two valentine's day that's a mouthful all right it's a jordan one comfort with a red toe and like some valentine stuff in the back what do you want from me i just do a sneaker podcast barely uh we got new balance jound 991s i mean these is cool i ain't mad at them you know um you ain't catching these on sale you ain't catching these for cheap either all right so good luck if you want these uh we got the lebron 20 liverpools i mean look these don't make me think of liverpool um, but he's very smart of dropping an all red shoe around the Valentine's Day holiday. For those who are like, yo, I don't like the Valentine's Day pack, they'll go cop a all red LeBron. Are they paying 200 for it? <laughs> I don't know. I, I have no idea. I know I'm not. Also, it looks like Ivy Park is dropping some hot garbage. Ivy Park top 10 2000 fam. Never mind. Ivy Park Night Joggers. Fam, I didn't even know Adidas still made Night Joggers. Night Joggers had about two weeks of need. And then everybody was like, what the? Um, Looks like some new model. Oh, you know what? This might be part of Adidas' new line, which I'll talk about later. Um, These are called Averins. Adidas Averin. I would never name something close to average. Averin? Maybe it's Averin? Sounds too much too close to average to me. Adidas, get yourself together, man. Like, what's... I'm this close to offering my services for free. I can give you eight hours a week, all right, for free. We got the Nike Zoom KD3. I don't know who... All-Star... I don't know who said, let's retro KDs and let it be the three. If you're not retroing the KD4, leave us alone. There's going to be so many of these all-star KDs at the outlet, it's not even going to be funny. You may buy one on accident. That's how many is going to be at the outlet. 
We got some Sokanese Jazz 81. Now, typically, I wouldn't say a single word about Sokanese unless it's a collaboration. I think Sokanese are actually whack. But Jazz are the only Sokanese that I love. I love Jazz. Love them. It looks like a collaboration with uh, Color Plus. Don't know what that means. But, you know, if I catch these joints for a nice $47.16, I'd sleep on it. If I caught them for $47.15, Instant cop. $47.17? I gotta pray on it. Uh, Looks like a Nike Zoom Vomero 5 is coming out in wheatgrass. Let me tell you something about Vomeros, okay? I want you to listen closely. All of you, okay? Listen closely. My Denzel. <laughs> so come here. Vomeros are fine. Stop trying to act like Vomeros are fire. They are fine. Vomeros should be $89.99. If they were at Walmart, $89.97. You're not going to convince me that Vomeros are fire. Vomeros are tight. Vomeros are cool. They cool. Yeah, they all right. Hey, all right. They cool. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got a pair. Yeah, they cool. They all right. You can do that. But if you use the word fire around me with Vomeros, I will look at you in your eyes and say, slap yourself in two thirds. Uh, Kawhi Leonard 3. New Balance Alpha Predator. I don't know how you could be an Alpha Predator if you load Matt. Never mind. And uh, Jordan 4 SE Craft. I mean, it looks like light skin, cool gray fours. That's the best I got for you. Do they suck? No. Are they fire? I don't know. But retail price for these? These joints need coconut oil. They aight. Looks like Clark Cortez are coming out. I would like these very, very much. But I don't know if I'm going to actually move my fingers to click and cop them. I don't know. Now, clots seem to sit quite often. But I don't know. I don't know. And last on this list is, dear God, Under, Army, Under Armour Curry 2 All-Stars. Oh, my. Thank God he's hurt. Ugh. These look like the 45th president. Ugh. Oh, yeah. 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 No. No thanks, Curry. No thanks, Under Armour. Y'all got to do better than this. Thank God he's hurt. We ain't got to look at these on the All-Star Game Court. Ugh. Pakui. Uh. Oh, Tom Sachs came out. I don't know if that mattered to you guys. I didn't try. These look like a grab them later type ones. I don't really want to pay retail for them, even though retail is cheap. Um, I like these a lot. Shout out to the homie Blanc for selling me the yellow ones for retail. I haven't picked them up yet. I may pick them up next year. Sometime in the summer. I don't know. Um, these brown ones are cool. You know what I mean? I, I like them a lot. You got to know precisely what to do with these brown ones, though. These is real brown. These is like chocolate brown. These ain't like, you know... You know, tan. These are brown. 
Like these are like Hershey Chocolate uh, Ghirardellis. You know what I mean? Um, but they cool. I ain't mad at them. Uh, like I said, appreciate everybody who like, subscribe, share this podcast. Uh, shout out to the homie on Twitter. He had sent me a message and he was talking. About he was dying laughing when we were talking about uh, what do we call it? George had introduced us to the term um, interaction farmers, right? Let me explain something to you guys about interaction farming. Right? He was like, y'all don't even know what that means, but I get what you're trying to say. I thought George had made it up, but I actually looked it up, and I guess it's something that's been on social media for quite some time. Let me explain something to people who like to interact, inter, in, like to interact farm. Is that what it's called? Interaction farming is people who sit on social media all day, and 50 to 60 to 70% of their tweets or posts have question marks. And it'd be the dumbest stuff ever. I would love for sneakerheads to stop falling for this. There's a couple people on Twitter, no joke, my God. Like it's almost embarrassing how much they tweet about nothing. And I see people in the comments just falling in line. Fam, stop interacting with these people. These people are weird. These people are using you. Stop. Stop. This is like sneaker blog social media tactics. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Let me give you three examples, all right? Three examples of interaction farming. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. <clears throat> Somebody posts a picture and it has a Jordan 1, Jordan 2, Jordan 3, and that's group A. Then there's another one with a Jordan 4, Jordan 5, Jordan 6. That's group B. Then there's another group that's group C that has Jordan 7s, Jordan 8s, Jordan 9s. And they say something like, yo, if you walked into a store and had to pick one group to walk out with, which group would you choose? A, B, or C? Shut up. Shut up. Block yourself. Block yourself on social media. You don't got to block me. Block yourself. That should be a new feature on Twitter. Block yourself. Now, I ain't saying every once in a while. Don't get me wrong. I've done it. We've done it. We've all done it. You can ask a few questions here. I mean, my God, I'm on a sneaker podcast. That's all we do is ask questions. But fam, all day? Yo, if you could have one sneaker on a desert island, what would it be? Uh, one with uh, um that shoots flares to get me off the desert island. Stop asking these stupid questions. The fact that the comments be like, "Dang, I never really thought about it." Why? Why would you? Most of those posts, I just put why. I just comment why. Yo, if you walked into a sneaker shop and they said you could have a Yeezy Two, Red October, Platinum, or Solar Red, which one would you walk out with? Why did they? Why are they giving away three to seven thousand dollars shoes? What happened? The fact that people be in the comments like, "Dang, what a choice, hard choice." I really don't like platinums, but man, you know, uh, Red October is the all red is sort of played out, and you really don't see the solar red. Shut up! Shut up! Don't answer those questions. 
I think I gave three examples in, in that in that little rant. Stop. For those who are in the sneakers, you see somebody post something stupid. You know what? Let's settle this now. Who's better, LeBron or, or Michael? Are you okay? Go outside. Get some fresh air. Get off social media. Go outside and stretch. Go like this. <sighs> Is that air? Go outside and do that. If you're on Twitter asking stupid questions like that, go outside. Get some fresh air. If you can't go outside and get some fresh air, sit on the edge of your bed. Sit on the edge of your bed and go like this. Have I accomplished any of the things that I said I would in the yearbook when I was in high school, do that. Or find that weird chair in your house that's like decorative. Just sit in that chair and say to yourself, do I love myself? Example three, don't respond to these other weird podcasts who cannot get off the same subjects over and over again. Should a woman pay on the first date? Man, what? Yo, uh, should a woman, you know, uh, uh, is getting a kiss on the first date, you know, too forward? Huh? I be seeing cats writing think pieces. Well, it isn't something that I would do on a first date, but let me explain something to you. So I went on a date with this girl. Shut up. Shut up. Go get some fresh air, man. <sighs> Go be a real farmer. Stop being an interaction farmer. <sighs> ah, fresh air. And if you're me, take your allergy medicine. It won't be so sniffy like that. Uh, let's talk about Tiffany Air Force Ones for a second. All right. Actually, for a little bit of time. All right. Um, You guys are weird people. All right. I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. Or actually, you know what? I'm going to keep the secret to myself for a little bit. Let me explain something to you. These Nike Tiffany Air Force Ones are fire. Period. You're not going to sit there and tell me a black Air Force One with a Tiffany blue swoosh is whack. What are you talking about? See, this is how I know your minds. Your mind is off. You've been smelling too much shoe glue. Yo, the, the suede is ashy. Yo, go get some Jargons. Go get you some, some coconut oil. Rub that sh down. Get you some Aveeno. If you want to cop them joints to keep and wear, and, 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 and them joints being a little dry bothers you, them joints is Lux. Them joints is Lux. L-U-X. You sitting around talking about stuff ashy. Man, if y'all don't stop... You in on a little secret? I'm gonna tell you guys a secret, all right? Shh. Now I would say don't tell nobody, but I'm gonna need you to tell everybody. I see a lot of weirdos in the comments. Yo, I like the Dunk SB better. Yo, they should have did it like the Dunk SB. Yo, the Tiffany Dunk is better. Let me let you in. On a little secret, Tiffany had nothing to do with the SB Dunk. It's not a Tiffany Dunk. It's a Diamond Supply Company Dunk. 
diamond supply used a diamond as the logo and used the turquoise teal color that is synonymous with Tiffany's. Here's the problem with colors like that, right? You can't own a color. You can't copyright a color. You can't trademark a color. That is something that I think was done no joke federally. You cannot own, trademark, or copyright a color. You just can't. That's why a brand like Diamond Supply, Diamond Supply can use that Tiffany Blue on an SB Dunk. Tiffany can't sue. They can't argue that. They can't. Tiffany had nothing to do with the Dunk SB. Tell your friends. I like the Dunk better. Thanks. Really? Tell me more. Tell me how much more you like the Tiffany Dunk SB more than the Air Force One. Tell the story slow so I don't miss anything. Please. The Tiffany Air Force One is fire. Period. It looks exactly how it should look. There is only one other way that this could look. White. With a Tiffany swoosh. Majority of the people that are talking about these don't even like Air Force Ones. If you're a luxury brand and you're going to collaborate with a sneaker brand, it should always be something that is that is that that is put in the category of casual. Period. If they would have came out with a Tiffany Air Mora Tempo, I would have lost my mind. If they would have came out with a Tiffany Jordan 4, huh? Even though we wear Jordans casual, it's a basketball shoe. Stop. Now you can go, Greg, Air Force One of the basketball too. Stop it. All you people on Twitter and social media writing these think pieces, these constant tweets and, and posts about what do you think? Is it better than this? Do you think they were lazy? Do, lazy? That joint is quality suede with a Tiffany swoosh. What more can you ask for? Did y'all really want an entire Tiffany blue dunk, Air Force One? Y'all really wanted that? damn near a boot a low top boot and y'all talking about they're lazy that joint is luxury i don't even wear Air force ones and i want that joint because that joint is worth it four hundred dollars man please I, i'm pretty confident 95 percent of the people complaining about the price tag of air force one tiffany's probably tried for dior's probably even hit up the louis site for air force ones what are y'all talking about? Stop it. Stop. Cop or don't cop. Stop the think pieces. Stop asking questions. Stop the comparisons. Stop it. Tiffany Dunks came out so long ago, I don't even remember. Guess what? Everybody standing in line for Tiffany Dunks back then were tacky. But that was it. Ain't nobody, I mean, people are tacky today. But come on, it's a little bit different. I'm glad that joint is black suede and Tiffany swoosh. That's it. Anybody can rock it. You want to freak it? Throw the yellow laces in it. Stop. These are whack. These are lazy. Y'all really wanted an all turquoise dunk. I mean, Air Force One. You serious? 
So if they would have made it all turquoise, y'all would have been like, fire. If they would have made the toe box turquoise and some of the panels turquoise fire, stop it. Stop. Y'all complaining about nothing. That joint is fire. I seen somebody even post, yo, if you ain't never bought nothing from Tiffany's, you better not be trying for these. Man, if you don't shut up. I got Atmos sneaker. I've never owned an Atmos clothing item in my life. I have bodega sneakers. I've never owned a bodega clothing item in my life. I got A-Life sneakers. I've never worn, bought a A-Life product in my life. That's a lot of lives. What are y'all talking about? We don't even buy Jordan clothes, and we got the most Jordans ever. If you ain't never bought anything from Tiffany's, don't buy the Air Force Ones. Eat my shorts. That's from the famous philosopher Bart Simpson. Bartholomew, if you're nasty. Don't buy him if you didn't buy him. Man, shut up. I don't even think I've owned a concepts item of clothing. And I got concepts everywhere. You ain't never bought Tiffany's, don't buy Man, shut up. I swear, I swear, ooh, I swear everything. Block yourself. Block yourself. Don't block me, block yourself. These Air Force Ones are undeniable fire. Now, whether you want to pay $400 or not, that's up to you. But somebody in the comments made a good point about me. I was complaining about some of the sneaker prices and he pointed out that I'll, I have a Burberry tie on. Now that Burberry tie I copped was about $300, I think back in the day, $325, $350. That's a, lot of, that's a lot of money for a necktie. So I'm a little bit lenient now on the sneaker prices because I get it. It's way more quality, something a little bit more um, long lasting than a necktie. But stop. These Air Force ones are fire and I suggest you cop if you can. I suggest you try. But get off Twitter. Get off social media. I see somebody post, yo, you know, you'd pay $400 for this, but wouldn't pay $400 for that. Shut up. Who cares? We're talking about Tiffy's. Tiffany's. Tiffany's is legendary. Go listen to our episode with Dion, um, the creative director at uh, Concepts. He talked about the reason they made a new balance that we thought were Statue of Liberties, but they're really Tiffany Blue, and he gave the story about it. Tiffany's it has legendary history in this country. Facts. And y'all sitting around talking about the, the Tiffany Dunk is better. It's not a Tiffany. It's a Diamond Supply Company. You know what's funny is if I were Diamond Supply, I'd wonder like, dang, man, everybody think this is Tiffany's. This ain't got nothing to do with us. Block yourself. I think I jumped the gun. Talk about Twitter. I'm sorry to talk about Tiffany Dunks. Uh, one of the news that came out recently was Nike is suing Bape after 30 years. Um, look. Um, I'll be honest with you. You know, I'm not going to sit here and stand for either one of them. You know, both of them are big business. Okay. Um, 
suing Bape 30 years later to me is crazy. Now, I ain't trying to say Bert Bape earned a pass, but another thing is, and I, I think I have brought this up with, you know, the Kai situation and stuff like that. I understand why, like, I don't think people who buy Bape buys it, and I mean Bape sneakers, buys Bape sneakers in replacement of buying Air Force Ones or whatever variation that Bape creates that's similar to another style. Bape is essentially a luxury brand. Like it is. It, it's always been expensive. I've bought a lot of Bape in my lifetime and Bape clothing. Bape shoes, I think right now I have maybe two pairs. I got a pair of Bape Roadsters and I got a pair of Bape Vans. Where are those Vans? What the? Well, they're not Vans, but they're like Vans, slide-ons. What the heck? What the heck happened to those? I have to look for those. Um, Bape clothing, I've had pants, I've had shorts, t-shirts, t-shirts falling out of the sky, trucker hats, all that stuff. And, you know, Bape was one of those ones that, like, really capitalized on, like, music. You know, I always talk about how, to me, sneakers and music didn't have an influence for me. All, now, they may have been wearing Jordans and stuff like that, but I never looked I looked at more rapper for their style and clothing, not their sneakers. Like, I never was like, ooh, DMX is wearing Jordan 5s. No, I had Michael Jordan for that. So, like, my era of music and sports, they crossed over, but I still wanted the sneakers based off of the athlete. I didn't want it because DMX was wearing Jordan 6s or whatever. Now, DMX was wearing a fire Carl Kanai shirt, I need it. Let me get the black and the white one. Bape was different. Bape was introduced to us, like no joke, three or four different ways. Bape was introduced to us when Neptunes and Pharrell and Nego and them were hot. I'm talking blazing. And they were on the come up. And I'm talking... They went from working from like just some small artists to now regularly with Jay-Z, Snoop. Beautiful, I just want you to know you're my favorite girl. Something about you. Oh, 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 oh. I mean, you had to be there. Clips, like come on. And then it was reintroduced in a way with Wayne. Lil Wayne was heavy with Bape, especially when he sort of went to like, you know, Carter Wayne, Carter one, two, three Wayne, heavy in Bape. Always had on a Bape camo hoodie. Always had on a pair of Bapes. Always had that stuff. You know what I mean? Wayne was heavy in the skate style at one point, and Bape was a lot of it. And Bape was very influenced. And then even later on, you want to give him your credit or not, but Soldier Boy was heavy in the Bape. Um, and there were a few other artists that was heavy in the bait, you know. Soldier Boy had a fire babe son, man. I got me some bathing names. I got me some bathing names. I got, I got, I got. 
fire. Used to be driving down the street with the subs, 12-inch uh, Rockfords, beating the Accord trunk, rattling. You can hear me. And Nike can do whatever they want to do, all right? But I'm not going to sit here like, yeah, Nike, get them. Some of the people that I've seen like, get them, Nike, you weren't even born yet. Some of you may have only been like five years old. What are you talking about? Now, I don't know the rules and things. I don't understand. I don't know their initial meeting. I don't know why it took so long for Nike to do so. I really don't. I really don't care. That's their prerogative and that's fine. All right. But. Bape is a streetwear hip hop staple. Like you really have to think about when Bape first came out, right? Bape has been around for 30 years. That's almost unheard of. That may be unheard of. And it may be, I'm trying to think. It may be the longest lasting streetwear there is. Supreme, Bape, Stussy, Huff. There's a lot of other ones. But you got to think about when that era of Bape was around. We're talking about with like academics, LRG, Willie Esco, Johnny Blaze, um, Echo, Mark Echo, um, Jean Jean, Wu Wear. We're talking about the uh, uh, the 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 era of streetwear was heavy LRG like there were brands after brands after brands Fat Farm there was stuff stacked on each other for options if you can walk into a Mr Rags or a Demo or a Nordstroms or a Dillard's or a Macy's you couldn't get yourself Rockaware you couldn't walk out with a Fire Fit you had no business going out in the first place. If you had somewhere to be and you couldn't walk in the mall and come out with you a fire streetwear fit, you had no business going to the party in the first place. That's facts. Baping all that stuff was like luxury high-end East Coast stuff. You go get bape when you go uh, visit New York and stuff like that. Authentic. eBay was around. There was a lot of people wearing fake bape. There was a lot of fake billionaires boys club. I remember I had took out I was working in D.C. And I was working in D.C. And it gave me the the ability to travel up to New York for the first time. First time ever going to the Bape store. I had a specific amount of loan money that I had to survive out in D.C. Until I was done out there working. I think I gave Bape about 3000 of it. And that's no joke. I walked out with more shirts with Savorsky crystals ever. I was the only cat in there buying watches. Facts. I didn't buy just me. I bought the homies watches. I bought the homies Sforsky crystal shirts. Had the monkey on it. Y'all went outside, man. Y'all sitting around talking about, yeah, gotcha, babe. If y'all don't stop, it's almost borderline disrespectful. Bape has been around 30 years. Now, did Bape disrespect Nike first? Sure. Why Nike didn't take action in? 
I don't even know. You know what's funny is when Bape first came out, a lot of the people that, that were around with Nike back then aren't even at Nike now. Don't even exist now, probably. Like, that's what's crazy. The amount of employees that might be at Nike that was around when Bape first dropped may not even exist anymore. I'm not saying Nike can't sue them. I'm not saying they shouldn't sh sue them. Shouldn't sue them. I'm just saying... <laughs> rich people stuff that i got no part in i'm not sitting around like nike get them i'm not sitting around like yo leave babe alone i ain't doing either one we're talking about billion dollar companies versus billion dollar company i'm assuming babe's a billion dollar company now nike's obviously way bigger but you get the point i'm trying to make it just is what it is like i'm not gonna sit here and act like you know this is some groundbreaking stuff it's more of like huh Y'all took this long, but you know what? Bless ups. Uh, what else did I want to talk about today before I get off of this microphone? Um, Jason Tatum's. I know a lot of people saw the pictures and the stuff of the very first Jason Tatum signature sneaker. I saw a lot of people being wildly disrespectful. Man. This is how I know sneakerheads are. It, it's almost like sneakerheads all have, um short-term memory or something like i don't know what it's called but it's like remember that movie 50 first dates where like every single day was a brand new day for her she didn't remember nothing from the day before that feels like sneakerheads sneakerheads will on monday say the jama rants are fire and they'll call the jason tatum's whack on tuesday huh then jason tatum's blow the jama rant sneaker out of the water jordan brand is the only sneaker brand that is providing something different, a little exciting, and like, hmm, with their signature athletes. Shockingly. And guess what? These joints are 120. I don't know what the jobs are. The jobs are probably 120, 110 too, but them joints are boring. I don't know nothing about Jason Tatum personally and nothing beside his son, Deuce, that he has on the field. I know the homie who's best friends with him. I won't say his name on here, but shout out to him. Check out his show too, man. Panda, that's my guy. These Jason Tatum's are more exciting than John Morant's. Jason Tatum's game is fluid. It's beautiful. It's Jordan-esque beauty when he's on. Facts. You could say, yo, chill, chill, chill. Facts. John Morant is like Russell Westbrook times Derrick Rose times, shoot, Rod Strickland. Like, it is high speed energy. Oh my God. These Jason Tatums have a, a dope looking soul. It has many different textures. It has layers on it. The shape is dope as AF. AF. And them joints are priced reasonably for what it looks like is something that is 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 fire. But you know what? Don't let me don't let me persuade you. You need to really check your taste, man. You guys are sitting around talking about Tiffany Dunks are whack. Jaws are fire. Tatum's are whack. What are y'all talking about, man? Block yourself. Don't block me. Block yourself. That's the theme of this podcast. Don't block me. Block yourself. What else do I want to talk about? Not going to be a very long episode. Like I said, man, I just wanted to give y'all something to digest. 
throughout the rest of the week, man. I appreciate everybody who likes, subscribe, share this podcast. Um, Adidas. Let me double check, make sure I write nothing else additional down. Um, Adidas has introduced a new line. Um, something that Adidas hasn't done in 50 years. What is it, you may ask? Well, it's called Adidas Sportswear. Adidas last week introduced their new line to the Adidas family, Adidas Sportswear. Now, (laughs) maybe it's just me. But I always assume it was always Adidas sportswear. But here's the the kicker. Now, the young lady who plays Wednesday on uh, Netflix, Jenna Ortega, I think. Jenna Ortega. I guess she's now the spokesperson for Adidas sportswear, which is catering towards Generation Z. Like, I'm not joking. I, I need a, a direct phone number to somebody at Adidas. I'm not, I'm not a receptionist, not a front desk, not customer service, not billing. I'm not ordering nothing. I need a direct line to somebody important in, in Adidas. Because I have no... I, I'm willing to give you guys eight hours of pro bono work, free work a week. And if you're satisfied with what you get out of me, then at the end of the year, we could talk about money. We could talk about compensation. Because it's getting so bad at Adidas. And I'm talking so bad. It's a billion-dollar company. They're a billion-dollar, multi-billion-dollar company, regardless of anything that I say or anything that takes place. But my point is, is that if you're not hot and you're not cool in the streets, it don't matter. I'm glad Adidas has accepted them place at their place in sneaker culture as number two. It said they're trying to compete with Nike Sportswear. Man, if y'all don't stop, you have no shot. Now, I am wearing an Adidas sweater. Adidas clothing blows Nike clothing out of the water. And I mean quality, fit, everything. To me. Get these gold chains out. Let you know that I'm shining. Take these gold chains out. Let you know that I'm shining. To me. Now. Adidas feels that adding tiger print, ridiculous colors to their already tracksuits is what Generation Z wants. Who are they talking to? See, this is the problem. Whoever they're talking to from Generation Z doesn't have real understanding of creativity for the streets. See, Generation Z thinks bright, loud, and tacky is is in. It's not. It's not in. Now, having an item that's bright, pattern, colorful, and tacky, yeah, that's cool. But entire fits... Now, look, Jenna Ortega is a beautiful young lady. I'm pretty sure that, you know, she walks down the street and a Adidas something. There's some young ladies across the 
country, they're going to be like, I need it. Or Adidas is hoping. I know they're hoping that. But I don't know. See, Adidas, like, you got to use it. I'm about to give you some free, something free. You should have just came out with Jenna Ortega stuff. Jenna Ortega gets a line, just like Beyonce. That would have made more sense. Don't add Jenna Ortega to this Adidas sportswear. Adidas sportswear already exists. You just didn't call it that. That's stupid. And if you're catering with this specific sportswear line to Generation Z, then you're going to have to come up with something much, much cooler than Adidas sportswear. Anything. Stripes. Lines. I don't know. Just something cool. Something that makes people want to say, I'm wearing stripes. I'm wearing lines. Some people don't want to say, yo, this is Adidas. And that's cool. Adidas. Eight hours of free work a week. Pro bono work. Pause if needed. But pro bono means free work. It's a legal term from lawyers. So I got it from law and order. All right, leave me alone. I, I just I, I don't know what direction. You know what? Let me let me put it this way. Let's go in here and look. I had looked at this a little while ago, right? Because I said to myself, like, I have no idea what direction or what Adidas is doing. And I was like, you know what? Let me check something. I'm going to and, and I'm going to check this because this is what matters today. This is what matters today. Social media, following, influence. I'm going to go to Nike, just Nike, not Nike basketball, not Nike soccer, not Nike football, not Nike SB, not Nike tennis, just the Nike IG account. Then I'm going to go to the Adidas account. Not Adidas football, not Adidas soccer, not Adidas skate, not Adidas original, just Adidas. Let's go to Nike first. Just Nike. Let's see how many followers just Nike has. Just Nike has 268 million followers. That's a 268 million followers. That's just Nike. Not Nike basketball, nothing. Just the Nike IG account. Now let's go to the Adidas account. Not Adidas original, not Adidas soccer, not Adidas football, not Adidas skate, nothing. Adidas, let's go to it. Keep in mind, Nike, 268 million followers, Adidas. Come on, Adidas. You can pull up. Come on. Don't even want to open. The search don't even work when you type it. Let's just type in Adidas. Right there. Adidas account. Lord have mercy. Adidas account. 27 million followers. Nike 268 million adidas 27 million there are tiktokers and influencers with more followers than instant adidas instagram account that should show you you're doing something wrong you're not trying hard enough 
They posted a picture of Jenna Ortega the day they announced it, six days ago. Oh, my God. Jenna Ortega has 39 million followers. Jenna Ortega has more than a sneaker company that has literally been around longer than every single one of us who are listening on this podcast right now. Jenna Ortega has zero history besides a few movies and maybe a couple TV shows. Adidas is legit history. And it has 27 million followers to Jenna Ortega's 39 to Nike's 268 million. That's what I'm talking about here. Adidas has Pharrell, Beyonce, Jenna Ortega, some other skate athletes, Stella McCarthy, and you can't hit the 100 million mark in followers? Adidas, reach out, not just to me, reach out to some of the homies. I got the homie Mikey Dab. I got, you know, there, there's some homies who I feel can assist if given the opportunity to assist. Because James Harden ain't cutting it. Trey Young, them, Dame Dillard, they ain't cutting it. If those three athletes, plus Beyonce, plus Pharrell, plus Jenna Ortega, doesn't have you at the 100 million mark in followers on Instagram, you're cooked in the street. You're not cooked financially. You're still making that paper. You still got that football money. You still got the goat messy. You still got soccer. But you cooked in the streets of cool. Adidas sportswear to compete with Nike. Man. <laughs> Don't block yourself from me, Adidas. Follow us. Follow us. All right. Don't block yourself, Adidas. Follow us. All right. Um, I think that might be everything I have today. Not a long episode, but it gave y'all a little bit of something. I'll put video up. Uh, shouldn't take too long to get video up. Audio will be up, obviously, sooner than later. Um, but like I said, man, I appreciate everybody who likes, shares, subscribes, share this podcast, man. Go and do your, do your boy a favor, man, and go in there and, uh, on whatever platform you listen to us on and leave us a review, man. I'd, I'd, I'd greatly appreciate it. And, you know, I'm still working on some type of merch or something. I don't know, man. You know, something that, uh, you know, let's say the podcast doesn't come back at the end of the year. You know, you got something to rock with us by. A hat or t-shirt. Or, hey, maybe we get merch going and it motivates me to keep this going. I don't know. I, like I said, I'm not saying the podcast is over. I'm just saying, like, hey, man, like, we're just trying to figure this out, man. You know, it's, you know, it's not easy doing this for seven years and, you know, we got a lot of additional responsibilities or whatnot. Uh, Heated Soul Summit will be here Saturday. Anybody who listens to this podcast who plans on going to Heated Soul, Soul uh, Heated Summit Soul, it's in Avondale. Go check it out. Um, it's at the Avondale Sports Center. I think it was called the Sports Complex, but it's right off of Avondale and the I-10. I'm going to be there. 
I'll probably get there like around anywhere from when it opens till it closes. So I don't know. Um, but you know, it's really close to the house. I really want to go. My wife is like, go. Um, you know me. I'm not a get out there and whatever person. You know, usually I go to things like this. I make three, four, five trips around in a circle and I get out. It's Super Bowl weekend out here. So it's going to be even crazier out here. I can already feel the streets is getting packed. So I expect the event to do really well. You know, them guys have always been doing it for a really long time and they've held Arizona down a long time. You know, SneakerCon has only been here twice ever, I think. Um, Hita Soul Summit has been our premier spot, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, having uh, a yearly, you know, two, sometimes two, three times a year event um, in Arizona for sneakerheads to sort of congregate to. I'm glad and it's a different location than it was in the previous years. I didn't really care for that location too much. I feel like this one gives an opportunity for those a little further out to attend. Um, like I said, it's closer to me. I'm going. You know what I mean? And I used to go to the ones when it was a little bit further out. But, you know, um, it should be fun. Um, hopefully, vendors there respect where the culture is uh, price-wise. You know what? If anybody else going to it, you know, you know, you want to go get some beer or get some wings or something, you know, I may be down. I don't know. We'll see. But, you know, if I see a group of cats I know going to get something to eat, going to get something to drink, you know, I'll pull up or something like that. We could have some laughs, post up or do something like that. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, check it out. Heat of Summer Soul. Um, you know, I think it's like $10. You buy a ticket ahead of time. I think it's like $150 for VIP. Get you a raffle ticket, a football, a T-shirt, um, and maybe something else. And I think it's $15 at the door. So, um, you know, I want everybody to check it out, man. Support if you're in the state of Arizona, man. Just go check it out. Why not? You know what I mean? Um, Super Bowl. Uh, Chiefs play the Eagles. This may be the most lackluster Super Bowl ever. Like, I honestly, I'm going for the Eagles because, I mean, I like Jalen Hurts and I like Mahomes. But the Eagles is a better team, you know, besides at the quarterback position. I would always pick Mahomes over anybody in the NFL. Um, but the stronger of the two is Mahomes. They got the experience, more experience on the Chiefs team um, in these type of situations than I think on the Eagles. Um, Andy Reid is a veteran coach, Siriano, I think that's his name. He was a former Reid assistant. You know, and he's doing a phenomenal job. The Eagles are a really good team. Jalen Hurts played bad in the conference game against the Niners, and they still won by like 30. So it's like, you know, Jalen Hurts, all he doesn't, all he has to do is not make mistakes. You know what I mean? Jalen Hurts, after this, he wins a Super Bowl, might be the highest paid football football player in NFL history. Uh, but like I said, I'm going for the Eagles. But if the Chiefs win, I don't care. Let me tell you something. All I care about is seeing what Rihanna does in this performance, all right? This Rihanna performance, I hope it's fire, all right? I'm excited for it. And, you know, I'm glad it's in the state of Arizona. You know, the Cardinals got a dope stadium. Arizona, you know, is always a, a dope host. You know, we got great weather out here. It's a little chilly, but guess what? You can still put on shorts or you can put on a sweater. You do what you got to do. You get outside. So you got heated summer soil on Saturday. And you got the Super Bowl on Sunday. So it's going to be lit out here on the west side. You feel me? Um, but like I said, I'm going to go for the Eagles for my pick. Do I care? No. Is the Eagles a rival to the Cowboys? Yes, but who cares? I, I really don't want to get on a sports rant, but somebody that, yo, Greg wears every sports team hat. Fam, 
I'm a Dodgers fan in baseball, but yes, I wear every team hat that I like. What are you going to do? Tell the Dodgers? What are you going to do? They don't know I exist. The Cowboys? Look, I only wear Cowboy stuff. I don't wear any other NFL gear. Basketball teams, I root for the Suns. I root for the Warriors. I root for the Lakers. I root for the Blazers. I have ties to all of these teams. What are you going to do? Are you going to tell the other I rooted for the other one yesterday? Who cares? Cats be on social media. Wear what you like. But only wear the team you like. Shut up. Uh, I thought about doing a top 10, but I don't want to. Um, I think that's it. Like I said, appreciate everybody. Um, I'm going to do an episode next week. Maybe somebody on the phone, maybe in the studio, maybe something, but I promise an episode next week. So, um, that's a sneak this. Pow, 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 pow.